0: Hello and welcome back to The Impact Play. Impacting more than just gaming. Our focus is simply to make a positive impact that bridges out beyond just the gaming space and to bring positivity into much clearer perspective. Be part of the live show Sundays at 1pm, Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv backslash The Impact Play or later on YouTube or even on your favorite podcast platforms such as Spotify, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pandora and so much more. Just simply type in The Impact Play. Moving forward, we are diversifying the show and putting the spotlight on people of color, video game developers, content creators, and overall people of impact. If you know someone you believe would be a you believe would be a perfect fit, let us know on social. Let us know by sending us an email over at contact at the I'm your show host. it's Yaku. And this is episode 64. On the agenda, we will be discussing Sony's apology for the messy PS5 pre-order launch. Cyberpunk 2077's campaign will be a lot shorter than you think. And, and that's essentially it. But we will have uh, more news stories for you all. But that was, those those are the major ones. So let's go on to the first segment, what we discussed, what we have been playing, what we look forward to, what are we enjoying, and so on. So what I've been playing a lot of, if you've been watching my streams over at twitch.tv backslash itsyagoo, G O I've been playing more of a lot of Call of Duty Mobile, and I believe it was Friday was my first stream, my first mobile stream. To, to be more more precise it went okay but of course since it was my first mobile stream it, it wouldn't go without any kinks without any bugs and what have you so it didn't go as, as smoothly but it, it went on nonetheless but we did have fun but i hopefully i'll uh, as we as we go i'll be able to work out those kinks so if you want to tune into mobile streaming and the first game I am focused on is Call of Duty Mobile and later on once we get the hang of it once we start we uh once we are playing a lot more I will go ahead and branch that out to other mobile games such as uh PUBG Mobile that's one of the, what's one of the games that I am keeping an eye on that I haven't played just yet and yeah I know there are a lot of hot games going on now such as Fall Guys and Among Us, I've got ahead and purchased Among Us, but my, I didn't even I wasn't even to play it yet because I know there's public rooms that you were able to join, but with my first-hand experience, I not had no idea what I was doing, so I was trying to join any other uh, any open room, but with very little success. Hopefully, I'll be uh, since I know a lot more, I'll I'll be able to play with that and give you my first-hand experience with it in my in my hands-on with the game. And second on Fall's guy. Fall guys, even though I know it's on PC as well, in addition to PlayStation PlayStation 4, I haven't purchased the game due to one thing. I'm still waiting on crossplay because I know a lot of people that are on the PlayStation console, PlayStation 4 console, and I, and I play mainly on PC, and I don't have a PS4 console just yet. So I want to be able to play with other people and a, a lot more of my friends. So I'm gonna wait on that. Wait until they have crossplay integrated into the game, then I will go ahead and buy it essentially. And that's about it for gaming wise what I'm looking forward to. Everything else I kind of discussed on Thursday's episode. If you weren't if you aren't aware we did a, we usually do our live show Sundays, but when there there are times where there are a lot of news or there's like a special occasion where for instance we had a PS5 pre order launch or we have so like like a big event that just dropped we have like we can't wait until our normal Sunday episode so we go ahead and do another episode throughout the week so to so we're essentially a gaming news podcast a gaming news show at its core so yeah and then so I guess we'll we'll move on to our next segment which we talk about the gaming news. And news in general related to the gaming industry so what we have here uh, da, 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 where are you okay please i have a list of every playstation plus collection game that will be on that service that will be a launch at launch on day one at no additional cost So we have God of War, Bloodborne, Monster Hunter World, Final Fantasy 15, Fallout 4, Mortal Kombat 10, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, Ratchet and Clank, Days Gone, Until Dawn, Detroit Become Human, Battlefield 1, Infamous Second Son, Batman, Arkham Knight, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us, Persona 5, and Resident Evil 7, Biohazard. And then we'll we'll go on to the next news story here. Cyberpunk 2077's campaign will be a lot shorter than The Witcher 3 because a lot of people didn't finish it. And it doesn't mean that's going to be a very short game. It's just going to be, it's going to have a less of a more open world than The Witcher 3 was. Or is, I should say. Because like for instance, if you look at Assassin's Creed, it's such an open world and you have so many things to do. You have so many side quests, and then you have the main quest, and so many of these collectibles, they have to go out, and the world is just humongous. But Cyberpunk 2077 took a look at Witcher 3, and a lot of people didn't finish it. So, why else would they make the campaign, quote-unquote, shorter? Because a lot of people go out and explore, regardless. So, uh, to see the Project Rudd has said that 2077's campaign will be a lot shorter. Oh, we already said this. As spotted by Razor Era user Saucy Car P Dog on John Carnage's Twitch stream, senior senior quest designer Patrick K. Mills on the post show of the third 2077, Night City Wire, said that the campaign for 2077 will be slightly shorter than the Witcher 3 because even a lot of people got very far in the game. Not as not as many made it all the way to the end. The difference between a Completionist run and the main story run. We do know that the main story run in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is slightly shorter than The Witcher three because we got a lot of complaints about Witcher 3's main story just being too long. mill said, "Looking at the metrics, you see tremendous numbers of people played through the game really far but never made it to the end. We really want you to see the full story, so we did shorter." So we did shorten the main story. But do we have lots to do? And in terms of a completionist campaign, I just don't have that number. In addition, Cyberpunk 27s will be receiving a free DLC in addition to paid expansions, just like the third Witcher game, of course. And that's not surprising. They took a look at of the metrics of their previous game and worked and have that worked into their, their newest game. So it's not surprising. Okay, and speaking of Cyberpunk 2077, there was a Night City Wire not too long ago, and Paris Paris of Gamertalk Radio did do a live stream. I should say a watch along of the of the live stream. So during the last Night City Wire, we saw two new trailers for Cyberpunk 2077. One highlighting the city itself, and the other detailing its main gangs. Both trailers are hefty downloads of information. Some of it already mentioned in sources like the recent World of Cyberpunk 2077 book published by Dark Horse. Some of it elaborating on things we've already seen. About 30 seconds into postcards from Night City Wire, we get a glimpse of Johnny Silverhand at a footstand. He's probably not not really there. Of course, since he's just a manifestation of the digital Johnny inside the protagonist's head. Shame he can't enjoy the meat skewers. An overview of the Night City... Media includes a montage of local TV programs and celebrities like Ziggy Q, the guy in the gold jacket who's apparently the host of a variety show called The Night After Night with Ziggy Q. One of his guests looks looks like she might be Lizzie Wizzy, the pop star voiced by real world singer Grimes. Ziggy Q may not be as big as a name as as he seems. Though, take a closer look at the moment where he struts past his screaming fans. And you'll see those fans are all mannequins. Oh, I haven't noticed, actually, to be honest. After that, come of the pop stars with cybernetic eyes. The spider look is particularly freaky. According to the World of Cyberpunk 2077 Buck, these are members of US Cracks, a manufactured pop group. Sponsored by She Opticals who all sport Kyoshi brand eyes. Following some nightclub scenes, we'll see the protagonist's point of view as they take 20 milligrams of something or other. Pay attention to the uh, hands in the scene immediately following and you'll see they're different. The ring and tattoo are the same as Johnny silver hands. And the next scene where he's taking a swing from a bottle while a lady... Er, does something be... Below the view of the camera is probably one of his memories we'll see in flashback. The illustrations of homelessness, crime, and police response that follow a in, in, that include a view of Max Tack Officer from one of the psycho squads who deal with sufferers of cyberpsychosis. His gear looks almost exactly the same as the gear worn in the first Cyberpunk 2077 teaser trailer all the way back in 2013. After one look at the digital Keanu Reeves, this trailer ends with a promo for the Night City Tourism website. Which is real and full of pop-up versions of the billboard advertisements that populate all of these moody shots of the cityscape. One of them is for a car called the Arundite, a name it shares with one of the best swords Geront can find in The Witcher 3. A nice little easter egg. The second trailer... Gangs of Night City. Opens on uh, Takomora, an NPC we don't know very much about, except that he must be important since he already has an action figure and a Funko Pop. Yes, there was also a quick name drop of the Scavs, from which from other sources have said they're the gang who deal in Aftermarket Cybernetics, which is a polite way of saying they kill people and harvest their. Augmentations and their organs and anything else of value the first gang probably featured are the millstorm who aren't into illegal body modification and rock a lot of cyber cyber meal plating their headquarters is the Tunetzel club which players of the cyberpunk 2077 tabletop rpg will remember that's a nice little thing i don't know there is a tabletop thing okay Along with the millstorm themselves. This is what they looked like back then. Okay, uh, we can't exactly show that, but yeah. Sidekick NPC. Let's see, is there anything else? I don't want to read this whole article. I guess I'll I'll read it. There's not that much left of it. Where is it? Okay, sidepunk NPC. Jackie introduces the Valentinos who seems to have evolved from the Prasser gang of Cyberpunk 2020, has become a primarily Hispanic gang with a thing for Santa Muerta iconography. Their rivals are 6th Street, Pride American subordinates, who Johnny Silverhand is apparently not a fan of. That's Kino complaining they vomit lofty patriotic bullshit all day. Next up are the Voodoo Boys, who are hackers or net runners In the slang of cyberpunks, the cyber cop talking about the black wall is a member of Netwatch, the computer police who prevent rogue AIs from the old net from breaking through the back wall into the safe in and irregular cyber space of 2077. The Voodoo Boys want to tear down that wall for reasons of their own accord. Though, we see one of them presumably about to cut off a chicken's head. Whether they do much with the voodoo theme remains to be seen. Maybe he's just about to get a stew going. Here is a Mike pundit discussing the voodoo boys and the animals. A booster gang who woke up with that grown implanted muscles, Ultratestosterone and equine growth hormone. Equine growth hormone, and yet in the trailer they howl like wolves instead of instead of neighing like horses. Missed the opportunity, if you ask me. According to a world of Cyberpunk of Cyberpunk book The Tiger Claws are based out of Japan time, but contain members members whose heritage come from other parts of Asia as well. They've got close ties to the Arasaka Corporation who provide them with gear. The guy with the glowing red mantis blades on his arms is rocking a Tiger Claw mask with a Arasaka logo on it. And his shoulder pad is Osaka branded as well uh, Yeah that's pretty much essentially it But the trailer ends with an aerial map of Night City Though there's one thing missing from it The Orbital Aerospace Center That ferries passengers into Earth orbit Whether that's just an omission Is something to be explained in the next round of trailers Or in the game itself We'll just have to wait and see Wow <laughs> That was a lot of reading But next uh, FYI pre orders for the Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S are starting September twenty seventh I'm sorry, September tw- uh twenty second. Let me see. Uh it's finally happening. Get to your local time and participating retailers here. Let me get that link. Uh let me see. Okay, I'll read them briefly for you guys. United States starts at eight PM Pacific or eleven Yeah, eleven PM Pacific. Uh, let's see. Let me actually look that up real quick. I just want to make sure I said 11, right? Yeah, 11. See, I was there. I'm getting the hang of this. Canada is at 8 a.m. Pacific or 1 a or 1 or what? Or 11 (laughs) a.m. Okay, so each of these countries or regions are at 8 a.m. Pacific or 11 a.m. So we have... United States, you could uh, pre order on the Microsoft Store, Amazon, Best Buy, GameStop, Walmart, and all these other participating retailers. Canada, uh, you have the Microsoft Store, Amazon, Walmart, Best Buy, EB Games, the source, as well as others. UK, the Microsoft Store, Game, Amazon, Dixon, Curry's PC World, Arger, John Lewis, Smith Toys, Vero, AO, Tesco, Simple Game, Shop as well as others Australia you have Microsoft Store JB 50 EB Games Telstra Harvey Norman and others and then New Zealand actually yeah these are all 8 a.m. in those specific time zones so in UK it's 8 a.m. BST Australia is 8 a.m. AEST and New Zealand is 8 a.m. New Zealand standard time zone so we have JB Hi-Fi EB Games Spark as well as others Then you're across Europe, the Middle East, and Africa. You can appear online starting 9 a.m. Central. Let me look that up real quick, which is 3 a.m. Eastern. Oh, Peter is also available via the Xbox All Access program. So same essentially time zones, except we have Denmark at 9 a.m. CS. Uh, Stan, uh, Central Eastern, and then we have Finland, 9 am Central Eastern we have Norway same time and Sweden the same time. So that's it on that front. That's essentially it. but I'm gonna go ahead and share that article and those in chat, copy link those interested in pre-ordering the X, the next generation Xbox consoles. So we're gonna go ahead and go into Sony on Twitter. Uh, PlayStation tweeted this. Let's be honest, PS5 pre orders could have gone a lot smoother. We truly apologize. Over the next few days, we will release more PS5 consoles for, for pre order. Retailers will share more details. and More PS5s will be available throughout the end of the year. So there you go. They issue apology. Why? Because they know they could have con- controlled it. But Microsoft, on the other hand, let me go ahead and pull that tweet. Let's see, let me, exactly what they tweeted. Let me find out real quick. Where are you? Alright, here it is. I just did a quick Google search and I found it. <laughs> okay. So, attempting to get your hands on a PS5 the next few days has been short of a bloodbath, whatever we know about that. We don't care about that right now. We really, we just talked about that. We care about the Xbox. Uh, Microsoft quickly came online to taunt Sony and says that this wouldn't happen with his dedicated September 22nd pre-order date, which has long been announced. Uh... Microsoft will be going a step further to ensure that the PS5 chaos doesn't happen with its own release. Okay. Actually, let's look up the tweet. Okay, already. Right, this is coming from Jeff Killey This is simple enough. Okay. I've uh, This is coming from his uh, Twitter account. I've heard that Xbox will be penalizing retailers by lowering allocations if they break these embargoes. So hopefully these times will hold. So this is the best way to avoid this fiasco. Because... After as soon as that Sony PS5 showcase ended, a lot of re- online retailers uh, made PS5 pre-orders available at that same moment. But why would they go ahead and go against Sony's back? Because they care about money. Essentially, they just sell as many pre-orders as they want. But please note that even though you uh, even even if you had a pre-order, that is does not mean that you are guaranteed to get a console on day one. Because they've done this. They've done this uh, uh, consi- cons- um, consistently in the past. And especially on Amazon, uh, if you pre order it there, you are not guaranteed to get it on day one. So please keep that in mind. With any console, whatever you pre-order, just in general. And yeah, we'll just have to wait on Tuesday and see. Because I am thinking about maybe pre-ordering the S just simply because it's an all access, it's cheap it's it's a monthly thing even though i don't really need a series s just because it includes game pass ultimate it's like a it's like a deal so i'm leaning towards to maybe pre-ordering it but i'm definitely looking for a ps4 as well so if anyone has consoles that they're trying to get rid of, let me know in discord or on social media so simply type exclamation discord to join our Evergreen community Let's see we have game devs of color expo happening now if you guys want to tune in Oh, let me actually let me share you guys the Everbright registration thing URL If you guys are interested, it's going on. Sorry actually yesterday. Hey, today's the last day It's only two days long. Okay, so that's done. We did that. What's this notification? Nope Okay, hmm, what's this? Let me just go through this real quick, see if it's worth mentioning. Okay this, is, okay, this is interesting. NVIDIA put this out. This morning, we saw unprecedented demand for the GeForce RTX 3080 at global retailers, including the NVIDIA online store at 6 a.m. Pacific or 9 a.m. Eastern. We attempted to push the NVIDIA store live despite uh, despite preparation. The NVIDIA store was in was in new, inundated with traffic and encountered an error. We were able to resolve the issues and sales being registering normally. To stop bots and scalpers on the NVIDIA store, we're doing everything humanly possible, including manually reviewing orders to get these cards in the hands of legitimate customers. Over 50 major global retailers had inventory at 6 a.m. Pacific. Our NVIDIA, Nvidia team and partners are shipping more RTX 38 cards every day to retailers. We apologize to our customers for this morning's experience. Because they all went out of stock pretty much day, day one. And here is another game that's also coming to PS4 that was a surprise to a lot of people, which is Horizon Forbidden West. And speaking of uh, cross-generation, cross-generation is great because that is an approach that Xbox has been doing since they since since pretty much last year, since the, since they were teasing us with next generation. But they got a lot of hate of it because oh, it's going to be hold, hold back production to take full full uh, advantage of the hardware, blah, 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 even though PC has been doing it for years. But Sony, uh, actually, here it is. I'm going to put up an, artic- uh, an article here. The Sony confirms PS5 will have exclusive games playable only at next-generation hardware. Our strategy that the same in contrast to Microsoft's Xbox approach. So, uh, Jim Ryan said that his company's upcoming device, which... Uh, da, 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 da. we'll have games that you cannot play on existing PS4 t- devices. We have all we have always believed in generations. We believe that you go all the trouble in creating the next generation console that it should include features and benefits that the previous generation does not include. Uh, technical debate. Da, 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 da. So they even said this previously that they believe in generation that you should go into the generation pretty much fresh and. And have all these games exclusive just to that platform. But what's happened happened, uh, during the PS5 showcase? A lot of these games are going to be playable on the older platform, on PS4. But did they get any hate? Of course not. People are just happier, blah, blah, blah. So that is what I'm not understanding. My Xbox always gets hate no matter what. But if Sony tries to follow that, not fully, but follow it at least a little bit they get love for it so come on guys it's not I'm not bashing those companies I'm just bashing those people that complain that, that bash Xbox but don't bash PlayStation for the same exact thing so that is just come on I, I me personally I enjoy both platforms I have a PC as well as a Nintendo switch and Xbox and I'm going I'm go ahead and I'm going to get a ps4 even next year I'm gonna have all three. When when they introduce a, a new Nintendo Switch console, uh, the Xbox Series X, the Xbox Series uh, next generation console, as well as the PlayStation Five uh, console, so I'm, I'm gonna have all three. I'm 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 not bashing those companies. I enjoy those companies, those products that they make for us because they're giving us value for our money. But it's just those pe- those people who blindly follow one but bash the other, but they're doing the same exact thing. So. It is what it is, I guess. So enough of me inventing, so to speak. We'll move on to the next. Um, uh, actually, I wanted to correct myself, not correct myself, but give further information to what I mentioned on Thursday's episode. I said that Wonder Woman 1984 will, will, uh, might be delayed. It, it, uh, it is delayed. It was expected to go uh, live in theaters on October 2nd but it has been pushed back to December 25th of this year okay let's see Michael Anz quits game development notable games developer Michael Ansel is leaving the industry he announced his departure the Instagram, where Ansel said he will stop working at video games and fully focus on the second and his second passion wildlife while he didn't go into detail The developer said he will be working at the Wildlife Open Sanctuary dedicated to education. Ansel is best known as the creator of the Rayman franchise back in 1995, as well as the Rabbit spin-off series in 2003's cult hit Beyond Good and Evil. He has worked in video games for more than 30 years. Ansel assured that both the projects he has he was working on, Beyond Good and Evil Two, and Open World Survival Game Wild, are in good hands, and he has n- not directly been involved for several months now. So yeah, that's so thank you for all everything you've done, everything you've given us, and enjoy your next venture. Bandai Namco acquires unknown nine developer Reflector Entertainment. The deal also includes the studio's a studio subsidiary Reflector Interactive Productions and is expected to close in the fourth quarter of this year. When it does, co-founder Alexandra Armancio will become Reflector's chief creative officer and operator alongside Bandai Namco's vice president for content marketing and digital Harv's o Okay, that we're done on that a little article. Bunch uh, multiplayer gaming social app Bunch has closed $20 million in Series A funding to continue to grow its user base and platform. The round was led by Generalist, Catalyst, and including major game companies such as EA, Crafton, Take-Two, Interactive, Ubisoft, Supercell, Riot Games, Miniclip, Mixi, and Colapo. Other investors include LVP, North Zone, Streamlined Ventures, Convoy, Ventures, One Team Ventures, Velo Partners, excuse me, Golden Venture Partners, and Alvin Capital Partners. Okay, with the funding, Bunch intends to continue to grow its user base as well as integrate more multiplayer games into its platform. So, Bunch is a social job that allows players to connect over video game chat and play multiplayer titles together and include a feature for developers to integrate the platform directly into their games. Hmm, I'm going to look into that. Interesting. Also, it's available for the App Store and Google Play. So I'm going to go ahead and download that as well. Install. Yeah, that's my phone. Then let me install that on my Apple. Let's see. What's this about? I think I'm done. Last of the news stories. Let's see if there's any last-minute news stories. And, yeah. Let me check on that for a moment. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Mario uh, 3D all came out two days ago. So, I will do a live stream on it as well. So, either on my personal channel or the Impact Plays Twitch channel. So, be sure that you're following both and have notifications on. And today is Pokemon Go Community Day, so after we end the stream, uh, I'm going to go ahead and participate in that, and I might do a live stream. Oh, so that's what the controller is. Gears Tactics is getting a launch edition controller, and it's $170 for the controller as well as the stand, which is crazy. Okay, speaking of launch title, uh, Gears Tactics is one of them, as well as a observer system redux is another one launch title what's this about okay this is coming from uh, Jim Ryan okay here it is what so discusses the importance of generation of school exclusives and why it's not going after Xbox game pass why on its own there probably isn't too much to say about last night or the last PlayStation 5 event there were a handful of AAA first party games that will the lights on his audience, including Cyberman, blah, blah, blah. We talk, we know about that. Okay, here it is. Yeah. Okay, seven years now, and a lot have happened. Ryan begins. We've obviously, on the one hand, built a large community, but on the other, there's been a lot of technology changes in advance in advances, which only really interest us in the extent that they. That they enable transformative change in the way that people play and experience games. For us, the time to capture two I'm sorry, time to capture that and to make a big step is with a console transition or platform transition, what we call the generation approach. We know it's not the only model, but it's the one that we like. Other models are possible. It is perfectly legit to pursue the approach more around the homogenization of community how much distinction of gaming experiences we'd like to be a bit more nu- nuanced than that and find a way to give people i'm sorry to give different segments of the community a gaming experience that's more approach uh, appro- appropriate to their needs that has been the key that has been the emergence of other the last years of worldwide studios into an absolute powerhouse and network studios making great, great games. We've been quietly, but very steadily investing in the largely organic growth of that network. I think that's about it, but I'm just going to make sure if there's anything worth noting or mentioning. Oh, here it is. The PlayStation Plus collection is not a replacement for Sony's PlayStation Now streaming sub-service. It's a separate offering and one that looks to counter some of the appeal offered by Xbox Game Pass. Xbox, of course, is all in on the subscription play, putting all of its games out the service on the day they're released. we spoke spoken to Ryan. Okay, here it is. This is coming from him. For us, having a catalog of games is not something that defines a platform. Ryan says our pitch, as you've heard, is new games, great games. We have had this conversation before. We're not going to go down that road of putting new game, new release titles into a subscription model. Those games cost many millions of dollars, well over 100 million to develop. We don't want that as a. We don't see that as sustainable. We want to make the games bigger and better, and hopefully at some stage more persistent. So putting those into a subscription model on day one for us just doesn't make any sense. For others in a different situation, it might make sense. So there you go. These two well large, these two well known large companies are have two different approaches and two different business models. One is pursuing subscription services, even though that's what Microsoft is known for. The other Sony, is focused on a more traditional approach to consoles and gaming and games. So that's why there should be no comparison be- between these two companies. Like, n- no huge comparisons. Because Xbox Game Pass is focusing on one thing, while PlayStation or PlayStation Plus is focusing on something completely different. That's why like, these console wars are nothing but fan, uh, uh, I guess, fanboys, quote unquote, from either console. C- console wars are so ridiculous it's not even worth mentioning there's no point in them for a piece of plastic for just a piece of tech that one company built. come on gaming should be made to enjoy regardless of the platform regardless of the ecosystem you're part of whether it be pc the nintendo uh, old school hardware enjoy your games the way you want to enjoy them simple as that Who cares the way, if someone else enjoys playing a game in one particular way, that does not, that does not affect your own enjoyment. So enjoy your games, plain and simple. Okay, I think we're pretty much done. I guess I'll mention this before we before we end the segment. Twitch has been experiencing with mineral ads in, I guess, certain Twitch channels. That's what it usually does when it tries to test new features. With mineral ads, it mutes the stream, minimizes it, and shows the screen in a bigger in, in place of it. So a lot of cr- creators and a lot of streamers have been complaining because, for instance, for us as a podcast, it would put us on mute, so it would decrease your experience and ruin your enjoyment of the of your content of the stream you of the stream you're watching. So good thing, good thing they rolled back on that. Like, yeah, a lot of evil, even though, even myself I've complained on on Twitter as well. Let's see what says. Uh okay, so next we're gonna go on to reader mail. And we want to know your feedback, your thoughts, and any questions you may have by sending us reader mail over at our Discord, believing a voice on over at anchor.fm backslash the impact play or even by sending us an email to reader mail at the Okay, let's see. Let's check Discord and let's check the email. See if we have anything submitted. Nothing in Discord. Let's check the email. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything. So, we are experimenting with a new thing where we highlight a missing creator on the show that goes above and beyond to innovate, hack, or even repurpose every item that revolves around video games. If you want to be featured, be sure to contact us via Discord or even by sending us an email at creatorspotlight at impactplay.com. So let's see. If we have anyone. We talked about someone on Thursday's episode, so... Let's see. Uh, I I guess not, so... Read email is done. We did that. So, we're essentially done with the episode. Let me see. I want to experiment with something. With a command. Yes. Oh... that not work and talk thank you for coming I really. let me see let me do let me do it again see if that command works yeah okay I gotta look into this so let's do that fully yeah the commands aren't working at all I have no idea why so I'm gonna look into that further And that's essentially it. So thank you guys so much for making Impact Play a part of your day. Be sure to join the Discord and be a part of our ever-going community. We are more than that. We are a family. You can be a part of the live show by leaving us a voice over at anchor.fm backslash Impact Play. Who knows, you may even be featured on a future episode of the show. Leave us a review or even a rating on your favorite platform. Have a great one. Until next time. But before we go ahead and end this, I want to make a quick note. Guys, your support helps make the Impact Play continuing on. And even bringing on more guests and more creators onto the show. So please help us reach affiliate uh, affiliate level by sharing it, by following us, and by simply sharing the sharing the live stream. So Thank you guys so much, and have a great one! Until next time, folks.